Welcome to Perfectly Imperfect with Beautiful Disaster. These are the stories of our tribe. They are important, powerful, and will undoubtedly change you. Okay, we are now live broadcasting on the Beautiful Disaster page. And I cannot tell you how excited I am to have Tabitha and Callie Trulove with us today. Hey, guys. And we were just, before we were we went live, we were just talking about how we're all matchy-matchy. Yes. 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 So everybody's wearing their beautifully broken shirt. Uh-oh, we're getting a little bit of feedback. Uh-oh. Oh, sugar shack. <laughs> what do we need to do? I think we'll be okay. All right. It seems like it went away. Okay. okay. So Callie and Tabitha Trulove, I am so honored to have y'all on as guests on Beautiful Disaster today. And going back to the, the shirts that we were talking about, Callie, did, did, you, did you read what your shirt says? Yes, I absolutely love it. That is totally me. And I cry every time I read it because it's true and we're all beautiful and we can be beautiful disasters, but we can still love ourselves at the same time. And we just have fun wearing these shirts. And I'm <laughs> so excited. I'm so glad. I am so glad. And I just, when I was picking out what I was going to wear today, I said, well, I want to match with them too. Aww, <laughs> thank you. I love your hair. Oh, thank you so much. Pink's my favorite color. What's your favorite color? Yeah, I like any color. I dye my hair too. I just didn't have time to dye it for this. Otherwise, I would have. So, so I'm gonna dye it. What color are you gonna? Stuff. What color are you gonna do? I have no idea. I might just do a beautiful disaster color. A beautiful yes. disaster color. Yes, yes, yes. Okay, so, um. You and I, Callie and Tabitha, are on very similar missions. And that's why I am so honored to have you on as guests today, because it is the mission of Beautiful Disaster to empower women and to give them more confidence and to help encourage them to be more self-accepting. And I know, Callie, that is something that's in your heart as well. Oh, yes. I love to encourage people. That's what I'm here for. And God's been proven thankful every time because he's given me such a glorious talent that I can share with others. And I'm so glad that I'm verbal and I have the capability to spread the goodness all around the world because it really needs it right now. And I'm honored to be the person that can achieve that mission and just spread the love like you guys do. And I love how empowering y'all are. Oh, just absolutely amazing. So um, I have been obsessively watching your YouTube with my six-year-old little girl. And she just loves you. Uh, but there's a lot of people watching right now who don't know who you are. And they don't know anything about Williams Syndrome. Um, so I would love for you to tell us who you are, and what Williams Syndrome is. Okay, so my name's Callie Trulove. I was born and raised in Gainesville, Georgia. 
and I have this disorder called Williams syndrome and it is a deletion of the seventh chromosome and we can either be happy high and cool like me or we or they can be very verbal very verbal and some of us can be quiet and shy non verbal okay. so I got the verbal part <laughs> And, um, yeah, I love my disorder. It has brought me closer to God every day. And I'm just so glad that I, I have this disorder. Even though it's hard sometimes for us people who are going through it, we have trouble going up and down stairs. We can't go out in public by ourselves. And Mom has to dress me. Mm. And at least I can give myself a shower. I mean, just to be able to wake up and breathe is a blessing to me and i cherish every breath that i have because of my williams syndrome and it's really given me the strength and the blessing to empower other people who are going through this and as, and as a person that has the disorder it's my job to tell these people what they're going to expect in their early stages of life and i'm so glad that I get to be able to tell them and still encourage them at the same time because this is a hard disorder and it can be stressful, but yeah. at least we can wake up every morning. We can breathe. That's, that's the cherishable part about it. <laughs> Absolutely. Fantastic. So Tabitha, Callie wasn't expected to live past her first birthday. Is that right? Right. They told us that two months old, that her aorta was so small that there was no way that she would ever see her first birthday. They just told us to come home and spend every minute like it was the last. And, um, and that's what we, we chose to do that day probably was the hardest day that I've ever faced in my whole entire life. But, um, you know, you're handed things in life and things happen that mm -hmm. you don't expect. And, you know, you just have to come to the place to where, um, that you decide how you're going to handle it. Are you going to sit down and let it define who you are and let it destroy you? Or are you going to get yourself up and make the best of what you have? And, and, and that's what we decided to do. I, you know, I, I, you know, prayed and prayed that God would heal Callie. And, um, that was not his plan. His plan was to show us just how mighty he is and just yeah. what he can do yeah. and that exactly and i have never um seen somebody that loves the way and i'm sure there's people out there that does but i've never seen somebody that loves the way that callie does and that she just wants everybody to love and to be happy and you know there's days that you know there's days that i just Sometimes I just don't even want to get out of bed. And then right. I'm thinking, you know, with the struggles that she faces and if she can keep going, then, you know, why can't I? Why can't I see the best, you know, even though I face obstacles, why can't I see past that obstacle and see what is waiting on the other side? And she makes me remember that every day. Yes, you've, aww, you've, you've got some serious uh, inspiration and motivation. Um, Callie, you are not an only child, right? You, you are one of four? Yes, I have three other sisters, and I'm an aunt of eight, 
And oh my goodness, let me tell you, they are the cutest, kindest <laughs> little things ever. Aww. And I am so blessed because they've helped to me learn so that when I have kids of my own, I'll be able to know how to take care of them. Because yeah. I'm getting to that phase of my life where I'm ready to start being a woman and start yeah. and start going into the adult stages. I don't know life. if your mom's ready for that. No. <laughs> And her daddy's standing back here going, oh, heck no. <laughs> but I really love my sisters. They're so nice to me. And I can remember as a kid, that's who they're who I grew up with. And they're who I shared the good times and the hard times with. And they would always take me shopping if mom was busy doing something else and she couldn't take care of me. They would always step up to the plate and they would always take care of me which is another thing that i'm blessed with because because when i was younger i really didn't understand i felt like i took away all of mom's time with them because i wasn't able to take care of myself but they've been so nice and they've understood through it all and i am so happy for them they're each married and they each have kids and it's wow for me to step up to the plate and be <laughs> the example that i'm supposed to be to my nieces and nephews and so i'm oh. so thankful for them and i miss them and you'll see them sometime um, <laughs> Amazing. so yeah. tabitha four daughters Yes. I mean, that alone, honey, <laughs> is a lot of work. There's, we have many, many uh, mothers in the Beautiful Disaster Tribe. So if you can just speak on how you and your husband, who I know, by the way, uh, is the love of your life, and you guys have been sweethearts for a very long time. Okay. How do you and your husband manage this this household of four girls when you have you know this this amazing Callie who needs a little bit of extra love and care like how did you get through that there there had to be moments where you were ready to give up forget it and of course the moments of glory where it made it all worth it so talk to us a little bit about that that's so funny that you said that you asked that because this Sunday um we or last Sunday we had <clears throat> my daughter gave a devotion at church with just our ladies. And um, at the time when Callie was diagnosed, they were younger and Amanda was older, but the other um, two was pretty young. And it, it was hard. It was hard because I felt like that all my time was consumed with Callie. And I sort of felt like at times I sort of let them down. And even though there, there has not been one time that any of them have said, you know, mom, you, you know, you sort of left us uh, to the side or, you know, we regret that or we are upset about it or, or anything like that. And so, and, and honestly, through all these years, I worried about that. I worried that you know, at times did I give them, at times did I give them what they needed? Was I there for them or did I just sort of like push them to the wayside? And, and so this, this Sunday, my daughter was given a um, devotion and she was saying that 
how through like when we first found out Callie was sick, she never said anything about being upset about it or right. questioning why this had happened to our family. And so she said she just sort of she prayed and then she just kept asking for answers like she wanted an answer. Right. So it was years has passed. And she said through her years of her life, she has seen God work. And through what she went through and what she's seen and how she's seen me and her daddy stand strong and right. not break down, even when yeah. that we felt like that we could break, we, we was, you know, we had to stay strong and not that I didn't break. There was times that sure. I'm telling you, I would lock myself in the bathroom <laughs> and I just wanted to scream or I just wanted to run or I just yeah. wanted to, you know, just. And but she said she's seeing God strengthening her yep. through this whole thing. And she was in a bad car accident and she there was things that she had worked up toward and then it was taken away from her. Mm. And she, and then but God got victory on the other side because he he gave her what she he, she wanted a child and, she, and he gave her a child. Mm. It wasn't the way that she thought she would have of him. Course. but you know it's it's amazing how things that we go through in our life and i'm sure these ladies can say the same thing is things that we go through in our life it's how we strengthen ourselves yes. and it and it's how we how, what we do with that and how we use it how we strengthen ourselves that we can either it it can either help us in another situation or it can help us help somebody else and yeah. in, in a situation and it may not be the same situation but it could be something that somebody's going through that needs just you know that can't see the light at the end of the tunnel or can't see what can become on the other side because when you're going through something i know at that time i i just i just wanted it all to be gone sure and that wasn't the plan, but it was that God showed me that that there is victory on the other side. And there right. is, even though when you're in that situation, you feel like it's all hope is gone. There is hope on the other side. Right. And that's Callie teaches me that every day. I mean, every day of my life, even with the little things, yeah. with the bigger things, you know, it may be small to me and it may be big to somebody else. But she shows me that every day even you know just you know uh, just worrying about my washing machine was you know not was not working right. and and it you know i guess it was just piled you know stuff and she's like it's okay mom it's okay it'll get fixed it's okay for a second so okay <laughs> so it just is i i just believe that she has something inside of her that and I always seen it, but I, I, I thought because I was her mom that sure. I only seen it, but other people see it. We went to the doctor um, and, and a, her psychologist did that we have to see every three years. And he said, she just has something I've never seen before. Yeah. And I was like, he sees it, you know, and, sure. and it's just, it's amazing. It's amazing. But my other three girls have a lot of love too. They they love too and they've been very supportive. And then it, it is hard. It's hard because you feel like you've 
let them down, but they never, they never told me that. And then I heard my daughter stand up there and say that through this, it made her a stronger person and I, and she was thankful for it. So, and I've, I've even heard, uh, Callie, you've, you've mentioned the quote, what doesn't kill you makes you stronger in some of the other yeah. videos. And, uh, we have a whole collection based off of what doesn't kill you makes you stronger. And I think that's exactly what you were just talking about, Tabitha, is, you know, things don't always go as we have planned. Oftentimes, yeah. they almost never go as we have planned. Right? We think something's going to happen one way and it, it happens another way. And it can be difficult and it can be trying, but it brings us back to that quote, what doesn't kill us makes us stronger. And I truly believe that going through something challenging and traumatic brings with it great gifts. You don't always bring them right in the beginning. Sometimes they are revealed to you, uh, you know, over time. But, you know, this this syndrome has brought the world a wonderful gift of Cali. And speaking of Williams syndrome, um, individuals have unique personalities. So tell us a little more, Callie, about all of the amazing, unique attributes you have in your personality. <laughs> well, the amazing thing is that I see hearts everywhere I go. Yes. And it and it's been happening every since I was little that I've loved people all of my life. And I don't know how this happened, but it just you see hearts. Yeah. I see hearts everywhere I go. And it's like, wow, there really is a queen of hearts. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Back to serious talk. But no, it's really a queen of hearts. I never, I have, I have seen it and I have seen it and I believe it. And I believe that people is watching over me when I, See these hearts. I don't know, really know who it is, but I believe that somebody's watching over me and they're showing me signs that they are still there and they watch over me all the time. And, and it's just a beautiful, beautiful life. And guys, it doesn't matter what you've done. God will, God loves you still and he will just take you and we are God's children and we are supposed to love unconditional and we're supposed to try to strive every day to live for him. I know it's hard and I know it has not been easy and, 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 and he never promised that it would be easy, but God brings us blessings at the end of every trial and every bad part of our life and we just have to be patient and I understand because I'm going through something right now and um but yeah I love to see hearts and I love to see people and it just makes me small to know that I've changed somebody's life and it, and if I can change other people's lives then it's an honor and a privilege to be able to hold such a beautiful beautiful standard in life. <laughs> yes, yes. And it sounds like that is the mission you're on, that you are on a mission to bring as much love and as much joy as you can to as many people as you can. Um, I read something about there was a time when you had a situation 
where you really had an impact on somebody's mind about their outlook on life. This was somebody who was in a real bad way. Um, I believe on your Facebook page. Can you tell us a little bit about that? Yes. Yeah, so this lady was going to commit suicide because she had lost everything mm. and she felt like that nobody was with her and she felt like nobody cared about her. So I went on there and I and I had told her, look, I'm with you for the long haul. I'm with you for everything. And you don't have to worry because somebody does care about you. God cares about you. We care about you and everything is going to be okay. You just have to trust in him and you just have to trust me when I tell you that somebody loves you and they care about you. And she had told us that, that watching my videos had changed her life and that she wasn't going to commit suicide anymore and that I helped her get through that rough time in life. And it really was an eye opener for me. Yeah. How did that make you feel? I mean, that is, you know, with, with these great gifts, sometimes comes some great responsibility and, you know, knowing that you were able to help this woman keep breathing. How did that feel? That felt like a true honor and a real privilege that I was able to save somebody's life like that. And I was really hoping that would, but I didn't know that it would until she Facebooked us back. And that just burst in my heart with joy to know that I could, I can help people and I can save their lives by just Mm -hmm. by telling them that somebody cares about them. Yeah. And it doesn't matter what you've done in the past. It doesn't matter what you do in the future. I am here for you. I care about you. And if you ever need someone to talk to, you know, you just go on to look into Callie's heart and Facebook us and we'll see what we can do for you. So you are so sweet. Um, Hey, Callie, I have a question for you. Mm -hmm. Do you have a dog? I do. We have to meet Doodle. Is Doodle anywhere close by that he can meet the beautiful disaster tribe? Yes. Yes. Doodle. Come on, buddy. Come on, boy. He had his chemo yesterday, so he's he's a little slow today. Will it mess it up if I sort of scoop the camera a little bit? I don't think so. I want you to introduce Doodle to everybody, and I want you to tell us your story about Doodle and how Doodle came into your life and what Doodle means to you. Come here, Doodle. Let me, let me bring him over here. Can you see him? Doodle, can you hold your head up, buddy? <laughs> let me help the okay. this out a little bit. Okay. Okay. Doodle. Doodle. <laughs> <laughs> Come here, baby. They want to see you on TV. Look. Right. Can you see him? Yeah, look at him. Oh, hi. You know, Callie, you were talking about how it's your turn and 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 you're you're this great aunt, but you're a mom. I am a mom. <laughs> you're a mom. So tell yeah. tell everybody that's watching who Doodle is, how you got him, and what he means to you. Well, this is my son. I call him my son. Okay. And and he's five years old, going on six. 
and I got him in 2014. I had prayed and prayed and prayed and prayed for a service dog all of my life. Ever since I saw the first video of service dogs, I was like, they seem like a really good companion and I would love to have one so that I could have somebody's shoulder to lean on when I felt like no, like no human could understand what I was, what I'm going through. And I wanted to be able to feel that unconditional love like other people was having. So I had prayed and prayed and prayed and prayed and prayed all of my life. Yeah. And then my grandmother reached out to make a wish and they, and they started the process and they asked me, what do you want? I said, a service dog. And they said, well, what if we can't grant that wish? What do you want? I said, a service dog. That's and right. Then, and then they said, what, what, what if we can't grant that one? I said, I want a service dog. But if you can't, just give me a trip to Hawaii so I can swim with the dolphins or something yeah. else. And so, and then, and then, uh, and then a few months after that, we found out that I was going to have to have open heart surgery, which was the lowest point of my life. Mm-hmm. And I was like, why? Because I'm finally going to get this service dog. And now this is going to happen. And I might not get to ever see him now that I'm finally getting him. So um, I made it through the surgery. Yes. And I was 11 at the time. And then I got the greatest gift of my life. Oh, sweetheart. That's doodle. He has um, truly been an um, reward to me. And I can't imagine my life without him. Oh, everybody's crying with you, my love. (laughs) (laughs) um, He's gone through cancer right now, which is uh, really hard on me. But... I have tried my best not to let it show that it's hurting me. Oh, and and um, I can tell you that he's more than just a dog. He's, he's my true love and he's, he's my everything. And um, he truly has saved my life so many times. And that I have I have no regrets about what I had wished for. And I I knew that it was the beginning of a good relationship. And I knew that I was getting my life back because I have lost everything. And I felt like I got it back when I got him. Yes. And he has helped me get through life so much. Like I, have felt like giving up so many times. Sure. But now I got him and I think, look at what God's done in my life. And he's given me a blessing that truly helps me. And uh, I just am so blessed to be able to take care of him and be his mama. And I know that his birth mom would be so proud of him. Yes. I, <laughs> And I have, I am going to try to figure out a way that I can get her and him back together because I know <laughs> that he'll probably want to see his birth mom sometime soon. Yeah. But I adore him. He is my everything. Aww. And 
And I was doing my shaky best one time, and I didn't know that I was going to be having a spell. And sure enough, he hopped up into my lap, started profusely licking my face. And then after that, I had had a spell. I had went into a spell. And when I came out of it, he started licking my face. And, oh, my gosh, the joy that overflows my heart. To know that, to know that when it when I feel like no human understands me, I can just go to him and be like, "Hey, doodle, I'm going through this, and I don't feel like my mom or my dad or my sisters understand, but I know you do. Yep. So, can you help me a little bit?" That's what I tell him, and it's so hard for me not to cry because it, you love him so much. I love him so much, and I don't want to be with anybody else I want to be with him and I feel like that he has truly blessed my life and I cry every time I talk about him because it's like you pray for it so long and now that you've had him for so long you can't imagine your life with anyone else except for him and I gotta tell you I gotta tell you Kelly you really are a mom (laughs) because that's exactly how moms feel when doodle was helping you through what you were going through and all he was doing was loving on you and that's what you're doing for so many people for other people just like the woman you just told me about on your facebook page you're you were her doodle and you no matter what happens if you if you outlive doodle you've got to keep spreading that love and and you know licking people in in the way that you you do just like that's the way he does because man i tell you what if we all had a cali when we woke up in the morning and we were pissed off from who knows what and the laundry and you know, maybe somebody has a job they don't like, or they're in a fight with a family member. If we could all just have that whisper that Tabitha, you get to have, it's okay, mom, you know, because there's, there's more to think life than this. And it's going to be okay. Gosh, if, if, if Callie could just be our conscious, right. Such a better place. And I know for me, when you were talking about seeing hearts places, that's powerful. Because I think everybody who meets you, who learns about you, the women in this tribe that are watching this live right now, when we see a heart, we should think about you and we should think about love and we should think about joy and we should think about how we're worthy. Right. Worthy. So that 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 should be Callie's symbol is that that big, beautiful heart. And I find it so interesting that when you very first found out about her syndrome, her heart was just too small to make it, right? Right. Yeah. I don't think I know anybody with a bigger heart. You know? such a, It's such a miracle. So, um, Tabitha, Callie's obviously an absolute ray of sunshine, but her syndrome does come with some challenges and some things that could... Uh, make her vulnerable and potentially unsafe. So while we're talking about Williams syndrome and we're talking about the the beautiful part, 
I want to make sure that we talk about the things that you worry about and the things to be concerned about so that we don't make it look like it's all, you know, sunshine and roses and hearts because there are some some dangerous sides to Callie's syndrome. So if you could talk on that a little bit just so we can help raise the right type of awareness about Williams. And thank you for saying what you just said that just like melted me when you just said that because I'd never thought about it that way about how, you know, they said, you know, her aorta and her and all was so small, but now it's like she has the biggest heart. So thank you for saying that because that just like melted me. Um, they, you know, they have the health issues and the, the different things that um, the health things that go on. And but the one thing that worries me and scares me most of all is that it is a beautiful thing that she loves and trusts everybody. Yeah. But there's also another side of it that is makes me so fearful that just completely stops me in my tracks because yeah. um, she does love and she does trust everybody. Right. And that makes her um, very vulnerable and yeah. it makes me like scared to, yeah. you know, because you just in the world that we live in, unfortunately you can't trust everybody. And, sure. um, and, and that is, it is scary. It is so scary. And, um, you know, even though that I've, I've tried to tell her you can't trust everybody and, you know, you can love everybody, but sometimes you have to keep a distance. Right. Um, she still don't understand that. Like right. she still don't understand that there is bad and that right. there is bad people. And, um, and that's just, part of her that's just because she does love and that she yeah. does trust everybody and um you know everybody's her best friend sure. and everybody loves her and yeah. and um but that is a huge and and when she was younger it wasn't that much i mean it it worried me and it made me you know i we have to stay with her 24 7 sure. but as she's gotten older it really makes me, you know, worry and it, and it, and as a parent of any child, you worry, am I always going to be here to protect that child? That's but right. when you have a child that has a disability and has the love and the no fear of strangers, right. she would walk off and go home with anybody. Right. If right. Anybody told her, oh, your mom said it's okay. You right. know what? I mean, that is right. it. She just trusts everybody. Of and course. that is a huge, huge fear. And so it's a huge. As a, as a parent, how do you navigate that as Callie is growing up? You know, there's got to be one side of you that wants to see her have the opportunity to do the things that a normal girl does. And then you have this other side where you're like, uh uh, that's <laughs> not happening. <laughs> Yeah. So, so how do you, how do you guys navigate that? <sighs> well, so far we've just, we just stay with her. And if she does, you know, go out to do things like say, go to the movies or, um, you know, her, her brother-in-law's just took her to the movies, um, just a couple of weeks ago and, to um, Jumanji. to watch Jumanji. Yeah. And, um, you know, we do, um, she does as she has a pampered chef business that we that we started because she wanted a job amazing and, a little yeah. entrepreneur 
Yeah, and she wanted a job, and she loves to cook, and she loves to do videos, and she loves to talk. Yes. And so um, that was just something that sort of like fell in our lap that we have been using Pamper Chef forever. So that was her. That's her job, and right. you know, it's always just going to be. It's got always going to have to be somebody's going to have to be with her. Normally, the Williams syndrome, and I'm not saying all of them, and I'm not an expert by no means with the Williams syndrome, but normally they either live like in a group home right. or they have like um, they live at home with their parents. Here, so, um, yeah. And so, you know, it's just something that we just are going to have to, I guess, navigate through as we go. Yeah. But, um, and, and, you know, and, and like I said, we have, she has a huge support system with her family, her sisters and her brother-in-laws. And she don't like to call them brother-in-laws. She likes to call them brothers. Of course. So, and, you know, being um, developmentally delayed also causes some of that to come later. If sure. that, if you know, like, you know, the, you know, and look. Lord bless her. She's always wanted to have a boyfriend from the time she was two years old or one years old. Everybody was her boyfriend. So, and that's the Williams syndrome too. They all want to have boyfriends and girlfriends. Yes. It's just something that, you know, I want her to have that side of her life because yes. that's, you know, that's, she loves love. So I want her to have that. But, you know, down the road, if, if, you know, she has a little boyfriend, then, you know, we'll date with her, you know? So right. you know, I, dated with, I dated with my parents, me and my husband, um, we That's went right. to antique auctions and, you know, and some people may not agree with that, but no, I think it's, know, it's just, and I'm telling you this day and time with my typical kids. And I, and I don't mean that like any disrespect, but, I mean, I was an overprotected mom. I tried my best to, you know, always know where they were, yeah. know who they were with. And I'll be honest, they'll probably tell you I was very overprotective. <laughs> I got but they're thankful. Oh, yes, Kelly said it's because fun she got to go. I got yeah, to go. yeah. Because so she was going everywhere true. you were going. And so, now yeah. it's their turn She's, for me. Now it's their <laughs> turn for her. But, right. um, but it, you know, I... I guess we'll just navigate that as we come to it. But I do know that it won't be, it'll be, if she dates, it'll be here and it'll be with us and, or with her, her sisters or her brother and brother-in-laws. And yeah. Kelly, do you have a community of other people that you've connected with that are, that have Williams also? Yes. So I go to this walk every year and oh and gee they just melt my heart even though i have it the other kids just melt my heart they're so cute right and so little and so big and so sweet sure and i love that walk that i go to because it gives me a chance to connect with i call my people because they <laughs> because they have the my disorder and it's cool yes. to be with a kind of your own that has your disorder so you can be with with the people that doesn't have the disorder and people that does have the disorder yes. and i connect with their families and they become a part of my family and i become a part of theirs so i love my walk that i go to and it's great because you get to hear all the different stories you know some of us has the aortic stenosis and some of us doesn't so our stories are different right and it's 
so fun to be able to just sit there and watch them running around with their siblings or their cousins and just to be able to enjoy one another and have each other's company. That's what I really enjoy and it's what I do with my family and it's what they do with theirs. So we kind of, we, because cause we're William Syndrome and we are be- we are beautifully and imperfectly imperfect. So, <laughs> Amazing. So. Amazing. Yes. Yes. We all are, Callie. We are all flawed. We are all perfectly imperfect. We are all beautifully broken. Um, and, and you're doing such a great job of helping people to embrace that. And, you know, I'm, I'm on my mission to, to put a little confidence in people's closets and encourage them to just be fearlessly authentic, just to be who you really are. And, and you are absolutely a hundred percent you. So, um, I did hear about a boy that's involved in your life though. Yeah, uh, which one? <laughs> Peter Brady. Let's talk about Peter, Peter Brady. Brady. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. Actually, your mom. Your mom might have thought that I knew a secret that she didn't know. I was which one? Actually, actually, <laughs> me and Peter Brady are best friends, and his wife is best friends with me, and they call me all the time. There, and and she'll just be like, "Hey, girl, what's up?" And I'll be like. Hey, what's up? What you doing tonight? Yeah, anyways, we were family. They don't have any kids, so they adopted me. Amazing. So, so, um, yeah, there was, so I did this video with SBSK, which is special books by special kids. Okay. And my grandmother was having surgery at the time, but this film company had reached out to us and they're like, Hey, we saw your video and we want to do a film. But at the time, we all thought that it was just a hoax. It was a joke <laughs> and we wasn't going to invest in it until they were forcing us. They kept on asking, yeah. Can, will you do this film? Will you do this film? So we finally gave into it. We're like, yeah, we'll do it. So they came out, they came out like a year ago and they did the trailer, which was three days straight. Yep. And so, uh, yeah, and then we found out this year that Peter Brady wanted to be involved, and we're like, why not? We need somebody yeah. like him yeah. on, on our team. And he he's the most genuinest, kindest person. Aww. He doesn't even care about his popularity. He just cares about making you feel on and making you feel special. Oh, that's so and so his wife, Kara, is just the same, and she melts my heart, and they Aww. melt my heart. They are very sweet. They're people. very they sweet. Very sweet people. So have you already have you already filmed the the doc? It's a documentary, right? Or is it a film? Oh, it's, it's a documentary. A film. Film. It's a, yeah. Okay. Um, we haven't started filming yet okay. for that. They um, actually we um, are starting pretty soon, like in the next probably in the next few weeks or our month we'll be starting well, to girl, you better get that pink hair ready yeah we went to um yeah we did go to um hollywood we went to hollywood Great. to uh, we were on the doctor show and hallmark home and family and Wonderful. so um to promote and to um tell about uh callie and her love and and the film so 
yeah, yeah we're really excited about that. And it, we're really excited right. and for you to give her the opportunity to encourage people because all of her life, since she was tiny, old enough to tell me that she knows that's what her purpose is, is yeah. to encourage. And she does do that, even if it's, a, you know, a smile or, you know, your shoes are beautiful or your, you know, I love your tattoo or I love your smile or whatever. And I have seen her change so many frowns or somebody that looks like they're having a bad day that that just uh, that just brightens their world. I mean, and yeah. it's it's amazing because I take that stuff for granted that and I go through life. I've, I've learned through Callie to slow down and yeah. to see things that I never saw before. But I seen through her that if you're impressed to say hey to somebody or or just a simple smile, it, it can change a whole somebody's whole day. And, yes, and it's amazing how sometimes we forget to do that and yeah. um, or to slow down. And to take the time to see that somebody's hurting, and right. and it's amazing that even though sometimes I still do it, Callie can see somebody and pick that person out right. without me even noticing that she picks that person out and just says the simplest thing to them, and then it's like they'll just have a tear run down their face, right. or they'll say to me. You just don't even know what that just did for me. Like you know, she has a way of knowing who needs it the most. Needs it. And it's, wow. it, it, I mean, if I could sit here and tell you the times, even when she was a tiny baby, we're at, we were at a funeral home and just really quick, the, the grandmother went to our church. Well, we didn't know the mom and the dad of this boy that had got killed. Mm. And she was, I was holding her. She was little. And she immediately went to this man, like reached out from from me holding her, reached out for this man. And yeah. she just would not stop till he took her. Right. So he took her and she laid her head down on him and just laid there like she was consoling him. Oh, my and God. And lady that went to our church, she said, I can't believe that. And I'm like, I'm sorry. I have no idea who he right. is. And she said, that's my son. This is his son that got killed. Right. I had no idea who he was. Callie had no idea who he was, but, but she you knew. You knew. Yes, she knew he wow. knew that. Yes. And from th that moment on, I knew that she knew stuff that we didn't. And I'm not okay. saying she has some kind of superpower or anything like that. I'm she just saying I differently. Yeah. Yes. She's and she sees that. And there's been time over and over and over that we have been out where I'm rushing through the grocery store or I'm rushing through the, the um, Walmart or rushing into the doctor's office. And she just says, your shoes are beautiful. I love your hair. I love your smile or whatever. And this person just lights up like a yeah. light bulb and you yeah. can tell that it. And I think that we all need to slow down. And even though we're having a bad day or, you know, or, or we, you know, are in a hurry going somewhere. If we just slow down and remember, you know, that that somebody sometime or another loved us and gave yeah. us a smile and to do that to others. Oh, that's so beautiful. So I just have two things before we wrap this up. The first one is if you can tell us 
how we stay connected with you. How do we follow along uh, with you, Callie? And how do we follow along about the True Love film? Tell us all the places where we can where where we can just stay connected with you. Okay, so you can go to a look into Callie's art, which is my Facebook page, and I would love to have y'all there. <laughs> y'all are cool, and I adore the name. <laughs> and you can look us up at True Love the Film, okay. TrueLoveTheFilm.com. dot com. All right, and so I'm gonna I'm gonna type that into our. Um, comments here for true love the film.com and it'll prevail all about the film and it'll keep you updated as the film goes through it'll keep okay. you updated on that Great. and then a look a look into callie's heart is her facebook page, facebook page. a look into callie's heart mm -hmm. facebook page. and then she has um a dose of true love is her instagram Okay, a dose. Of course, it. Of course, you were born with the last name True Love, right? I know. And that was one of the things that when they saw it, and then they were like, "I can't believe your last name is really True Love." Right. <laughs> right. Well, you, you can thank God for that one. Yes, and, and then my YouTube channel is called Cali True Love, and it's really fun. <laughs> we do challenges on there. She, I love she it. Has, yeah, she has been doing, and we we need to get better with the YouTube uh, posting the stuff on there. But it's Callie True Love is her YouTube. But I would love your daughter's input on some challenges that we can do since <laughs> she watches my YouTube channel. I would love that. She is obsessed with all those funny food challenges, and <laughs> I mean, she it would be her like dream come true to do a food challenge on youtube so maybe we can oh, hook you guys, up, yes. hook you guys up like this and you could do it virtually that's exactly <laughs> right yes oh that would yes. be so that would be so fun for her that would be fun yes and then i just want to leave uh the beautiful disaster tribe members um callie with some words from your heart i i want you to know that a lot of the women in the beautiful disaster tribe are women who have been through a lot of really tough things. Uh, we have women in the tribe that are cancer survivors. We have women in the tribe who have lost their children. We have women in the tribe who have been victims of domestic violence. We have women in the tribe who have mental illness, who have dealt with suicidal thoughts, depression, but these women are with us. Amen. So they're still here, they're still standing. And every day they look for hope and inspiration and for something that will just help them to keep going. So give us some Cali wisdom for the women, the wonderful warriors in this beautiful disaster tribe. Guys, you are loved and you're accepted and you guys are worth more than you can ever imagine and I just want y'all to know how much you are loved and accepted and you guys are worth more than words could ever explain and don't you ever feel like you're not worth anything because you are worth everything in this world and more and I just want to tell you that I love you 
and that I'm here for you and that you guys are not alone in this. Like we are with you and we can relate to you and we're going to help you and, and we're going to do whatever it takes to help you feel better because you guys are worth everything. And, and I just want you to know that don't you ever let anybody bring you down because you are just stronger than them. And that's what they hate is that you're stronger than them. And you guys can change people's lives because hearing from your stories and understanding what y'all been through, guys, you've inspired me to become a better person. And I can understand every single bit of what you are going through and know that you're not alone in this. I'm here for you. My family's here for you and we're praying for y'all and keep fighting the good fight because we're here for you and we love you guys so much and I was so honored and privileged to be able to come on here and give you guys my outlook on life and give you guys some encouragement because you guys deserve it more than anybody else in this whole world and I hope that you guys had fun with our little interview <laughs> Cool. And I love you guys so, 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 so much. And every time I see a heart, I'm going to think of the beautiful disaster drop. Oh, Kali, <laughs> so you know, this, this was an honor and a privilege for us. And we are going to follow along with you and we're going to stay connected with you. And I'm going to send you the whole outfit for the What Doesn't Kill You Makes You Stronger because I know that's one of your favorite things. I'm going to send that off to you. And please um, stay connected with us. We're going to follow along with you. You are an absolute angel on earth. And I hope you know that. And it has been an absolute pleasure getting to know you and your beautiful mom and dad behind the scenes. Hi, dad. Hey. <laughs> and um, we just wish you guys nothing but love and um, joy. And you told us to keep fighting the good fight and you keep fighting the good fight too. And thank you guys so much for being on. The thank you for giving us the opportunity. Thank you for giving us the opportunity and thank you for what you do too. Oh, thank you guys. We're just, we're just three girls trying to make the world a little bit better. Aren't we? That's exactly, exactly. right. <laughs> we, we, we can change it one person at a time. That's exactly right. Do it. And if we have each other, we can do it. That's, just what That's she's right. Saying. We are stronger together. We are stronger together. Yeah, give, right. give our love to doodle. And again, thank you guys. We love you so much. Thank you. We, we love, love you. you. Bye. Bye. Bye, Chubs. Bye, Chubs.